Bowl. Democrats consider removing God from a committee oath. Well, that works perfectly with the week's news. <laughs> Northam. You know what he regrets? He regrets that you misunderstood him. <laughs> and, uh, and congratulations, Virginia. You made national news for third trimester abortions. That is next. Virginia Citizens. Where I want to be. An American Patriots radio. As the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee. Hi, Richard Lee. Thanks for joining me. And Scott. Yes, Scott. He showed up today. Thanks for joining us this snowy afternoon. I don't know if it's snowing where you are. It's snowing here. Flurries through the area. And some of the roads are slick. I, I slipped a little bit coming in. I guess you were right about those ball tires. No, I'm just kidding. I happen to have good tires. Very uh, good tires. Coming up, though, at the 4 o'clock hour. <laughs> Bible, mandatory in schools, really? D.C. bill. And uh, D.C. means dry cleaning. Oh, nice. Not D.C. itself. There's a dry cleaning bill in the General Assembly that failed, and it's just a typical example of someone wanting government to do something. You won't believe the story. <laughs> also, an estate tax change it could be coming up that uh, you really want to know about. Because that's moral. Oh, my, oh my word. Because that's a moral thing. Why not take someone's estate when they die? And, and somehow the Democrats make that a moral case. It's just, it's They're making everything a moral case, <laughs> exactly. from abortion to taking almost the entire estate. It's, it's amazing I, I how... I don't understand. It's amazing how Democrats can paint a picture to where most of the electorate could go, Yeah! It's a choice! Yeah! The rich shouldn't get it when they die! Yeah! I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. All right, we're up and running. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454 13 Sixty-six. I um, you, I, you of all people, I've always you've always what? Well, I've I've actually had a simple premise because I'm a simple guy. Yeah, uh, we used to call him Simple Scott yeah, as a funny. small child. We didn't call him Small Scott. Very we called funny. him Simple Scott. No, Come but, hither. But here's what I mean. would run up and say, "Yes, yes. What do you need? What do you want?" <laughs> We like cold beverages all around. Here, here's what I mean. <laughs> What's wrong? Here, here's what. Exactly. Here's, and this is no laughing matter. I wish you'd stop. No, no seriously. I, I, I've all, when I was a kid and I learned that there was this thing called abortion, my, my first default move and default attitude was, well, that's not right. My, my default was life. My, my simple mind went to saying, wait a minute. When it's life and someone doesn't want it and they go take it, we're okay with that? I never thought in my wildest dreams that, well, there's got to be a reason why we should go in there. and. T- I never thought that. And I, and I wonder how many in America have the natural inclination and the natural default for life. I, and I began to think about this, and you and I talked about it, Richard, this week, is that everyone in their heart knows that abortion is wrong. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not hard decisions to make and that people who may even be listening to our show may have had an abortion. I understand that. Those are very difficult scenarios. But in our heart, internally, there isn't a human on the planet who does not understand that abortion is taking a life and it's wrong at the point of conception. Yes, internally, all of us accept that. And one of the greatest examples of this is if, 
and, and I, I always want to try this with liberals and talk to them. I found out this week that my dog is pregnant. I decided to get an abortion and get rid of the six or seven puppies that are in there. And you can hear the gasps all across America going, well, that's just awful. Of course it is. I don't even know that that's illegal. I, I don't think that you can do that with puppies, can you? This is the example I'm actually coming to is that we know that it's wrong to do that with puppies. And if I if my dog gave birth to puppies and I looked at him and said, I don't want that one. Let me let me, uh, you know, distinguish life, as it were. So you have an obvious example. Life begins at conception. Americans yeah. know this. It is internal in our being that abortion is wrong. Now, we can have a debate about, I guess, try to determine when people are allowed to distinguish life, but we do so under the premise. Or extinguish. Extinguish. We do it against our very nature. We know that it's wrong, yet we can put it in our minds that it's a choice, and therefore we would accept it. That is how our culture has somehow accepted what we all know is wrong. It's a default mode for all of America. It's a default mode for even Democrats, even Delegate Tran. See, Delegate Tran, who introduced this bill, in her heart she knows abortion's wrong. You know, if you took the pro-aborts and you put them all in a room and you brought in some... Yes. You know, torturer... Specialists. It wouldn't take them long to to admit they know it's wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you, they wouldn't. Most of them would even wouldn't even get the first splinter under their fingernail. <laughs> you right, know, what? Right. they wouldn't get the first crack across their fingers. Right. They would just say, "Of course, okay, okay, okay. Yes, we know it. We know it's wrong. Well, most we know of them, it's wrong. Most of them will say Got something. Caught up in the moment. Most of them will say something like, "Well, privately, privately, I yes. think it's wrong." But I would never make policy to determine what else is wrong for someone else. Although there are laws we have in government to prevent murder. We already have those. We know that it is government's role to protect life. We know this already. Yes. And and, and yes. the liberals will argue that it's somehow a choice. They'll lie to ourselves. They'll lie to them. They'll lie to us and themselves, is my point. If you're a woman and you're going to say, well, I, you know, a woman's health, no one has the right to have an effect on a woman's health. We're not talking about a woman's health. We're talking about the life and death of a small human being that's just coming into this horrid, crazy, insane world in which we live. And, and, and this is a crazy place <laughs> to be having all of this conversation. Uh, you're going to, you folks, you aborts, pro-aborts out there, um, we'd love to hear from you because you're you're just afraid to call and challenge us. Here's the thing. You're going to launch a campaign now, and I, I thank God for this. You're going to launch a campaign that's going to squash you like a bug. Well, I do hope that this wakes up people and says, wait a second, what are we really doing as a culture and a society? They're going to wake up the pro-life activists. That, that They're going to wake up the pro-life people. They don't have to be activists, just the pro-life right. people that go to work every day, right. come home every day, you know, do what they do at home every night. Sure. They're so, awake. I hear somebody breathing. So it, here, 
Here, oh, no here, problem. <laughs> <laughs> so here is that was Mark. That's a sign of life. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when someone's breathing. That's sound effects of life. So here is <sighs> here's the controversy this week, and and I, I want to be clear about it, and I want to be fair about it because there has been a lot of misinformation about it. Delegate Trans introduced a bill, quite frankly, very easily, not for third trimester abortions. That's not what the bill stated. The bill would make it easier to have third trimester abortions. I'll explain in a second. But not not only that, the delegate trans said that she wants to make it easier for abortions. That's what her whole bill was about. Now, we were told that she wanted third trimester abortions. That's not what it's about. In the Commonwealth of Virginia today, the existing law, and I, this has been missed everywhere, the existing law is for the life of the mother, and certain exceptions of the mother, a third trimester abortion can happen with the approval of three doctors and the mother. Delegate Trans came out with a bill that says, oh, that's too difficult. I want to make it easy. And somehow that's an escape for her. Why would anyone want to make that an easier process? Her, simple, her bill simply takes things away, takes restrictions away for a third trimester abortion. And, and more. In fact, here is her own words about what her own bill does. This hasn't been played anywhere. I've been trying to listen on national radio and local. This is exactly her words of what she wanted to do in this bill. This bill would remove the following statutes, trap or targeted regulations of abortion providers. Okay, it would eliminate regulations for abortion providers. Why? Why would she want to do that? Okay, continue. Removing language classifying facilities that perform five or more first trimester abortions per month as hospitals. She doesn't want places that perform abortions to be labeled as hospitals. I am massively confused on why you want you know, a woman if, if to go into If you're a woman a- and you want to right. have this procedure done, you want to be in a hospital. You want to be in, in Joe's garage, you know, Delegate oil changes trans. in abortions. You don't want, you want to be in a hospital, a clean Sterile environment with real doctors who know what they're doing and such. Delegate Tran is trying to make abortions more uh, common. She is Her bill is to lessen the restrictions so women can have more abortions and somehow have abortions other places, right, other, here, you know, other than the hospital. She continues. It would repeal Virginia's informed consent mandatory ultrasound and 24-hour delay. It would repeal a 24-hour delay and consent. Are you kidding me? So she continues. It would repeal the requirement that second trimester abortions be performed in a hospital licensed by the State Department of Health. It would repeal the requirement for two additional physicians in cases of third trimester abortions. There you have it. She wants one doctor, not three. Trans, delegate Tran, is a massive pro-abort that wants Easier third trimester abortions. Her bill didn't allow for it, but her bill wants them to happen easier. Walter Newkent, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hi, Richard and Scott. Um, I would have said Scott first, but I'm hearing you last time, so I said, how do you? Glad to have you back. Um, not only um, is this just immoral, but the way... Mr. Ralph Northern described this thing. You could imagine a child on a table, which is what he really said. You could imagine a butcher knife 
and you have, you have a consultation with the mother and the doctor to see whether you're going to butcher that baby. This is despicable stuff. It's infanticide. It's just, it, you know, it reminds me of, of a rap when we saw those 10,000 per grain. These people are, these people are into death. They had no heart about those people. Right. It's just the, the skulls and all that you saw. George Bush was standing strong with the people. They said, well, we didn't find the weapons of mass destruction, but we are not going to leave these people to al-Qaeda. Walter, we, I could not. I, I agree with you, and I want to be fair. 100%. I want to be fair that Delegate Tran isn't instituting tr- uh, third trimester uh, abortions. She actually wants it easier to happen. Her bill was about that. That's exactly what her bill stated. Here, here's something else her bill did. Listen to this. It changes the standard and judgment. And even she was even called out on it during the committee. Here, listen. You are changing the standard under which the yeah. judgment yes. call is I'm made. Aware. You're changing the standard which the judgment call is made to whether let that baby live or die. Are you, in fact, doing that, Delegate Tran? For, for a, an abortion at any point in the third trimester. You're changing the standard. I'm changing the standard, yes. Okay. Yes, right. I'm changing the standard. I, I, I want the standard to be lower. I want it easier to commit third trimester abortions. Although Delegate Tran didn't institute a bill for third trimester, she wants it easier. Where is the heart of the Democratic Party? That is insane. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. Well, if you ask me where I come from. It's the default position. Life should be the default position. If you're questioning. I always thought it was. I, I did too, but America is so confused right now. We were we have, raised that that was the way it is. We had a party, we now have a party who is dedicated to expanding abortion and make it easy as possible. That's what Delegate Trans Bill was about. You know, the Democrats are going nuts. They're going they're going absolutely crazy. With a lot of I things, mean, right? You, you look at Cortez, look at all that's come out of her mouth. I mean it, They say and no now They say the wall's immoral, yet abortions aren't. They say no to God, and and, the, and we'll talk about that coming up. There's just so many things it, that the Democrats crazy. are confused and about. You know, when 81% of the people in your country want something, I would think as an elected official, it would be your job to try to make that happen throughout your area. You would think. And maybe throughout your state, depending on what job you were elected to. I, they must not want to hold seats well, it's not about that. It's about they must not want the presidency. They definitely have a liberal view, a liberal they have take a liberal on view. and social. are take. not going to just change over to their point of view because that's what they want. Delegate Tran responded to all the outrage about her. Here's what she said after all this. And we just laid out for you the facts of it. Here's what she said. Hi, I'm Kathy Tran, and I represent the 42nd District in the Virginia House of Delegates. That's why I introduced a bill to repeal the medically unnecessary and unduly burdensome barriers that Virginian women face when they're accessing this health care service. Is she serious? She thinks there's real barriers to this? Don't, shouldn't there be barriers to a third trimester abortion? Consultation with their doctor. I presented my bill this week, and I was really surprised by the line of questioning that I got. Really? 
I want to be very clear about what's currently allowed in Virginia law. Yeah, we know. Right now, women are able to access an abortion in the later stages of pregnancy under certain conditions with the approval of medical doctors. Listen to what she says here. Though. I've done nothing to change nothing? that. Nothing? Yes, you have. What I have done is try to make sure that women are able to make these decisions and access these services in a timely manner. No, it's not about timely. It's about easier. There's nothing in her bill that said timely. Make it quicker. She, all she, Well, except for the 24-hour waiting period, which she wants to get rid of. Um, that's not what she's doing. She wants third trimester abortions to happen easier. This woman's heart is dark, and she's trying to cover it up by saying, that's not what I agreed to. It completely is. But the, the real story on this is so confusing and botched by the public because people don't know what's going on. They think she introduced a bill for third trimester abortions. No, she just wants to make it easier. And is there any difference, really? Is there any difference? That's what's scary. Now, uh, more on, on this because you can't, Ralph Northam doesn't get out of this either. And we're going to try to play more of his clips and, of course, your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. So Governor Northam is now the uh, poster child for th- tr- uh, third uh, trimester abortions, and he's our governor. We'll explain it, dissect it, and give it back to you next with your phone calls, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Yeah, baby. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after 3.34, outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers... My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left is Richard Lee. Tim Kaine has come out against Delegate Tran and her bill. Kaine just saw the writing on the wall and goes, I need to say something about this. I'm all in favor of current law and killing babies all in the third trimester, but not her. Because she wants to make it easy. What a pile of political expediency. Crap, as some call it. You have to say Kaine's a little... Sharper than we realized because he came out against right this uh, this lady's bill and our current sitting governor. People are calling for his resignation. They want him out. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it too. Did you see the uh, the crisis pregnancy center of Culpepper was vandalized last night? You know what a crisis pregnancy center is. You know what a pregnancy center does. The Culpeper Pregnancy Center is a nonprofit center that provides free services for anyone that is pregnant. So it doesn't say, come in here, let us give you an abortion. It says, come in here, let us counsel you, help you, give you an ultrasound. Let's talk about where you are in life, why it's hard. Let's it's hear difficult. your concerns. Exactly. Let's hear what you're upset about. They give free diapers, free uh, pregnancy tests, free supplies. How horrid. No wonder they've got vandalized they help people keep their babies alive they must be stopped (laughs) stop them at all costs you ought to see the pictures of the damage to this thing this said jesus doesn't like you you women hate you you hate women evil so what did the pregnancy center director say quote i'm not angry at anyone that did this i'm sad for them i'd invite them to come and talk to us and see what we do unquote 
what evil she is. What what a horrible human being. <laughs> just, That's right. How you did all that damage and she'll be praying for you tonight. How upside how down is our world? That I, she I mean, it, that it, it, she gets attacked. That they get attacked, but but Del, that Northam can say the things he got and his house is perfectly fine. There's no did vandalism. Did you ever there. think we would have someone in the in the governor's mansion that would say things that would get us on national news, get Virginia listed like this, with the no. likes of New York Puke. in this manner, in this manner. It's so, unbelievable. Here is, here is the exact uh, radio interview that the governor made the statements. And I want to play this for you because you've not heard the question. Here's the question of the governor, and then we'll obviously play the answer. The answer is the mo- it's the worst answer ever. But here is how it all turned out, which caused the controversy that lasted the entire week for Virginia. Committee hearing yesterday when Fairfax County Delegate Kathy Tran made her case for lifting restrictions on third trimester abortions, as well as other restrictions now in place. And she was pressed by a Republican delegate about whether her bill would permit an abortion, even as a woman is essentially dilating, ready to give birth. And she answered that it would permit an abortion at that stage of labor, do you support her measure and, and explain her answer? Yeah, and I'm, you know, I wasn't there, uh, Julie, and I, I certainly can't speak for uh, Delegate Tran. But um, I would tell you one uh, first thing I would say: is this is why decisions such as this should be made by providers, uh, physicians. Wow, really? That's where you start. So it doesn't matter what's going on. The baby's laying on the table, and you think that's why the doctor and the, there ought to be. You mean they can just murder the baby and that's between the doctor and the mother? That's insane. Sounds like it's between the doctors with this guy. Continue, please, Northam. Uh, And uh, the uh, mothers uh, and fathers that that are involved. Um, There are, you know, when we talk about third trimester uh, abortions, these are done. uh, Now, he knows about this. He's getting ready to explain why this is. What it is. He's explaining what a third trimester abortion currently looks like in Virginia. Listen to his callous. uh, uh, This is what really got me upset about it, Richard, is how callous he seemed to talk about this. With the consent of obviously the the mother, with the consent uh, of the physicians, more than one physician, by the way. Um, And it's done in cases where there may be severe deformities. There may be a a fetus that's non-viable. So in this particular example, uh, if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion wow. would ensue between the physicians and the mother. So, so I think this was really blown out of proportion. Hmm. You notice what he didn't say, that this is abhorrent. This is horrible that it would have to happen it's it's something we should never embrace he didn't say that the governor of the commonwealth of virginia just went on record as stating what a third trimester abortion is and never showed any kind of repugnant disgusting attitude towards it just like oh well you know the life comes you can resuscitate the life if you want or you could just kill it after a little confrontation there, or a little consultation, a little conversation with the doctor, it seems awful. The it's go- like he's talking about whether or not 
to trade the car in. <laughs> exactly. Do we fix it or do we just trade it, it that's in the and attitude. get another one? Because that's what it sounds like. It's it's almost like. So this whole thing has been just all over the news. Northern has been out to be, um, instead of coming out and saying, you know what, let me explain. He doubled down on it. Here's his statement at the press conference yesterday. Misinformation has been circulating on where Virginia Democrats stand on issues related to women's reproductive health. No, it's not. We're here to set the record straight. Good. Virginia Democrats are on the side of ensuring women have access to the health care they need. Is he addressing what he said? No. no. We're not talking about health care. Exactly. We're talking about the life of an infant. And no one's saying you can't have health care for women. This whole thing is ridiculous. Whether the woman has health care or not, we're talking about the life of an infant, not uh, health care. By the way, I just want to, let me, let me just tell you what that entire press conference was about. They used this repetitive reproductive health reproductive rights the entire press conference he had uh herring come up there phil O'Corn came up there he came up there and we put a little montage together of the 10 minute press conference yesterday here's what it was reproductive health choices for their reproductive health about reproductive health reproductive freedom and their reproductive health assault on the reproductive freedom is to deny women access to reproductive health that decisions on reproductive health belongs to women. Uh, that we make sure that, that women do have access to reproductive care, interfering with women's access to reproductive care. Wow, they know how to flip a, a story, don't they? Do you think anyone out there was concerned when Governor Northam talked about uh, abortion, that people are going, what about the reproductive care, reproductive health? They just hooked into this as if the Republicans are evil. As if the Republicans are the one who wants to rip babies out of the wombs. No! And unconscionable is how this ended up being at the press conference. Chief Joe from Williamsburg, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, I cannot begin to describe the absolute repugnance that I have towards this individual's opinion right now. I feel sorry for him. As a Christian, I pray for the governor. But uh, first and foremost, let's get back right to the, what I love to quote the most, the Constitution. The 14th Amendment clearly prohibits this. Once the child is born, that child is a citizen of the United States. Okay? Read that this man needs to read, and the governor of, of New York needs to read the Constitution and realize that, and we need to challenge this on the federal level as a civil rights violation. The concept of murdering an un, a, a fully born child, the, the concept of murdering a, an unborn child is repugnant enough. But to have one and then commit infanticide, are we kidding ourselves? It clearly violates the uh, first section of the 14th Amendment, which provides equal justice and per, equal protection under the law for everyone who has been born. The child born gains that right. Actually, okay? actually Reagan, and great point, Chief Joe, is at 820theanswer.com. If you click on our page, it takes you to Reagan making the exact same point about life. He says well, once, 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 your, once life is conceived, the Constitution protects it. He doesn't go absolutely. as and it, that's that's what his problem was with it. Reagan's problem conceived, was it. conceived, right? Once conceived. The, once there's life beginning, you don't extinguish it. That's the key word. Well, you know what? And, and I, I, I encourage your listeners again when we base this on God has given science over to the Christians and the believers 
because that's just the way it is. He is a consistent and brilliant God who wants to be known. The simple fact of the matter is, is that when I have had confounded more pro-abortion people with one position, and I asked them, how many non-living things engage in mitotic cell division? Because that's after the first mitotic cell division, the child has Sorry. crossed every possible threshold of what it means to be living, and the DNA points to human. You know, it's so, amazing. He, it's amazing. Chief Joe, thanks for the call. It's amazing that this is an argument. I mean, it really is. When we sit down and talk about it, that's why we open the show up by saying, really? The default position is life. You have to actually really lie to yourself and convince yourself that abortion is something that should be legal, that we have to be lined up facilities to wipe babies out of the womb. It's just, it's unconscionable. It's sad. It's disgusting. All right, more of Ralph Northam. In fact, in this uh, press conference, he was asked two questions. We got them for you. We'll play them next. And your phone calls, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. You are not forgotten. Great song here. Listen to this. We are fighting for. A pastor that wrote this after the New York law. We've answered his silent cry to be your voice. It's gone viral. People are loving it. Your life was not for nothing. It's a song about life and abortion. We celebrate your song by Apache. This caught viral like crazy. And uh, we'll try to post that on our page so you can listen to it in its entirety. But you know what? This is waking people up. I mean, you might want to say Northam didn't mean that or he doesn't want... But this is waking up America to what we really are as a people. Who are we as a culture? I mean, what do we really expect our government to do to protect life first? And if we have a group of people who, who are callous towards it, who want like Delegate Tran, it, to be done easier without, with less restrictions, it's just, it's heartbreaking. It, it really is. During the press conference, uh, Governor Northam said something very interesting that we caught in the clip, and I just want to play it for you, and I, I'm, I'm really looking for what the heck this means. We believe that reproductive freedom leads to economic freedom for women. Now, what the Sam Hill is How he talking about? How does economic about? freedom and reproductive freedom have to do with one another? It has nothing. But first, it doesn't have any context. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, are you talking, we're talking about third trimester abortions and what you are talking about, and your answer is this thing? We believe that reproductive freedom leads to economic freedom for women. What? What? Uh, oh, so you don't want to spend money on the baby, so it's more economic. So kill them? So, that is the craziest quote I've ever heard. It. I forgot. I screwed up. I got pregnant. So now I will kill the baby. So, so uh, I don't have to pay for it. I mean, that doesn't make... Of course not. If, if the governor supports something as ridiculous as what I just said, I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. No. I'd, I'd love to hear an explanation. I would love to hear the him tell us what he meant by that. The pre- Nobody would know. Nobody would know. Uh, the press conference went on to uh, ask some questions of Ralphie Boy. And one of them was if he wanted to clarify his statements. Here's what he said. You know, Laura, I have practiced medicine for now over 
30 years. So? Um, I can certainly say as a child neurologist, I have had uh, very difficult uh, conversations with patients and their families. What's your point? During very tragic times. And that is why those discussions should be between a physician such as myself uh, and the patient. Uh, and it just reaffirms Here we why uh, the legislature, again, most of whom are men, should not be no interfering with a woman's access to reproductive health care. So are you kidding? Those are, those are the types of discussions that so, I have. So the government shouldn't be involved in anything about life and death. No, they shouldn't be involved in the, for example, murder of any. I mean, it's just. And men are stopping it. It's at some point that they stop and they're interfering with reproductive health care. That's what he just said. Men should not be interfering with women's reproductive health care. So I've never I've never interfered. By the way, isn't it a man's baby, too? That's what I've never understood about this. Bob and Chester, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just curious about one thing is that Ralph Northam has received over $2 million from Planned Parenthood. That's right. During his uh, 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 run for the governor, I mean, is there a conflict of interest of some sort in, involved in this? Certainly should be. Well, it makes sense. I mean, he's certainly living up to the $2 million donation, isn't he? He's certainly living yeah, up and, to the... And it's okay when the left criticizes and, and says nasty stuff about the president, his family and everything. But his comments that people are, are making comments about him, it, it just doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. okay to do it the other way, but you do it to them. You know, I mean, God, I'm so upset, you know, right. how dare them, you know, good point. it's sad. It is sad. It's sad. Yes. You agree. Right. I completely agree. Thank you for the call. Four, five, four, 1366. Here's a, here's a question of the governor during the press conference. You know, some members of your party have said privately that, uh, and maybe one publicly, but, um, <laughs> that, you know, your comments yesterday could have been more precise or they weren't helpful and that delegate trans defense of her bill could have been. Uh, you know, could have been done in a better way. Do you think, do you, do you regret what you said yesterday or the way you said it? What do you think? Do you think he regrets it? Uh, no, he does not. And here is his answer. So, no, I, I don't have any regrets, but I, <laughs> I do find uh, you you should. Know, how uh, my comments, uh, I, I did answer that question. I, I regret that those comments have been mischaracterized. He regrets the comments were mischaracterized. You regret that? How do you regret if someone else under, misunderstands you? You don't regret that. That's complete insanity. You make no sense, Governor. You can't regret someone's view of your comments. So you don't regret anything. Oh, you can regret. Uh, you true. can regret the view of his comments, but he knows he knows where he stands. He knows uh, the where he's personal uh, uh, insults toward me. I, I really find disgusting. So, I, <laughs> of course, he's you upset would. that someone's upset with his comments. He's you're talking about with... third trimester abortions, and you don't, you're shocked that someone's offended by it. We're offended by a governor. We're yeah. citizens. We we live here in the Commonwealth, and and we're disgusted by your comments. Exactly. You should have defend. You should have said something immediately, but you didn't. And now you're trying to defend it. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. 
Darn it, I want to get to this. We'll have to get to this next hour. Democrats considering re- removing God from the committee oath. So that fits perfectly within the pro-abort stand, right? No God, there's no reason to protect life. It's, it's perfect. Democrats considering perfect fit. removing really God. Is. They remove God from everything, including their platform. Remember they did that in 2012? We'll talk about that in your phone calls. 454-1366. 454-1366. Check us out, 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Thanks for closing your Gotta love the General Assembly. When they're in town, it's hilarious. So we got a bill that would make the Bible uh, class mandatory. Well, it's an elective. And we got a dry cleaning bill. I kid you not, we'll share that with you coming up. New socialist presidential candidate wants to eliminate health insurance. This is, I'm telling you, these people have lost their minds. We'll explain. And 77%. That's how much... Your estate could go to the federal government. That is next. Virginia Citizens, an American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. No flurries out in the area. They're gone? So No, they're still here. Oh. I thought you said there are no flurries in the area. No, I said snow flurries are so, in Oh, snow area. flurries, not no flurries. Got it. No flurries. It could happen any moment. It could. You just never know when the snow flurry might show up. There's a restaurant in uh, in California that refuses anybody who's wearing a mega hat. If you have Make America Great Again, apparently that statement is offensive, and the restaurant will not let not serve you. Will kick you out. Kind of like in Lexington, Virginia, when Sarah Huckabee. Sanders was in there, and they kicked her out of the Red Hen restaurant or whatever it is. It makes complete sense for a restaurant not to want every dime it can possibly make. <laughs> so you know, if, if you own a restaurant and you're a moron, kick Do it. people with these hats on out of your restaurant. We'll talk about that at 5 o'clock. But first, the left has lost its mind. I mean, not only on the, you know, the typical abortion conversation, it seems like this is now their they're hang on to this is what they're going to to uh, to do but uh, and and it's obviously tied to possibly Ruth Bader Ginsburg but you know now we got people who want to abolish health insurance we've got candidates who want to abolish a semi-automatic weapon and we have those who want to rid the economy of any kind of fossil fuel for the save the planet before it disappears in 12 years. Which, by the way, I'm a huge fan of that. If the planet's going away in 12 years, I'm okay. I think they ought to go ahead Man, and let it test nuclear-powered cars. If the planet's going to be gone anyway, why not? And we're like, the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. Huh. And your biggest issue... <laughs> what is that? That's hilarious. What I think I don't understand is how many times are we going to listen to these people tell us when, when the world's going to end, and it doesn't. I want it to end at one time. I you want know, it one time to happen. Don't I, you just love the way these uh, these folks that are interviewing, like Anderson Cooper, inter- interviewing Cortez, and they're all so serious about the 12 years and how we have to end all using fossil fuels immediately. We have to stop them now. So... People who eat with oil, heat with oil, yeah, right. That's a, nah, you got to you have to get it's negative sixty five, but who cares? Some kind of 
heating unit that's not powered by oil. And oh, by the way, the energy, the power coming into your home, you if plug that's in there? generated by oil or coal oh. or something, you have to get something else because you know those windmills. The only reason they put those up was to reduce the bird population. And it works. They're doing a fine job <laughs> at that. Every time you hear a oh. poof, you know another one just bit the dust. It, you, you know, there's so many things. The left is hilarious right now. They're so full of crap. The, uh, the solar power, that's wonderful. That's great. But it's nowhere near what it needs to be yet. The technology is, is moving forward daily. But what if we, if we did nothing? We're going to be here in 12 years. I, I'm, we're going to be here. Unless the Lord himself comes back, we will be here in 12 years, regardless of what. And if the what, Lord comes back, amen. Exactly. The sooner I, the better. I, I appl- I, I'd be, be so excited. I would, you too. Know. And if we can continue to abort children when they're in their third trimester, he will come back. If they did everything <laughs> that this Cortez lady is calling for immediately, as, as she put it, like tomorrow, the nuclear power stations would be brought offline. Right. They would stop using coal. But we would coal, make it past 12 years. Stop using coal. Stop using... Oh, we're going to make it past 12 years. Anyway. And that particular Did thing, you, she's she's like a psycho hose beast. But this, this, uh, yeah, right. If we took everything away, it would be coal, power, gasoline, oil, Nuclear. These are the things that made us successful, by the way. It gave yeah. us our economy. You're going to have to burn second. a room of your home every time it gets cold. Uh, whatever. If you don't have a fireplace. <laughs> Do you yeah. see what the left has now said, the reason we don't like Alexandra Cortez? Have you seen what they Here's CNN telling us why we don't like her. Okay, listen to the lunacy of why we don't like Alexandra Oscar Cortez, whatever her name is. Look, she's got a target on her back because she ticks every box that makes conservative men uncomfortable. She's a woman. She- she's a woman, so we don't like that. Uh, I didn't realize that was why I didn't like her. She's Latina. She's oh, she's Latina. Oh, that's another box that I can't stand. You any like any Latino women, women, I can't stand them. I, th- I thought you liked Latino women. <laughs> that's stupid. She's All young. Right. She's working class. So we don't like young working class? So a heck of a combination. Women, Latina, young working class is the reason we don't like Alexandria Cortez. Is that men it? Have, men have been getting on my nerves lately. <laughs> exactly. Um, and she's a millennial. She's a democratic socialist. Uh, everything that- That's why we don't like her. Thank you. Democratic she's a democratic socialist. socialist. Not well, because she's thing. a woman? The word democratic and socialist you're socialist or you're not. Simple as that. Well, the, first of all, socialism is no different whether people away. vote for and well, it. What, it is it, what difference does that make? Nothing. And nothing. All it means is people voted for it. That's all it means. So people voted for socialism makes it better? Who gives a rat? It's still bad. Anyway, listen to them still ranting about this. Here's why we don't like Alexandra Cortez, us, us white conservatives. Makes people uncomfortable, and she's a star. She's a rising Democratic star. She's got a lot of power. People are really responding to her on social media, as Charlotte said, in the same way that people responded to Trump kind of emotionally a couple years ago. So I think in some ways she's sort of the ideal anti-Trump, and she is threatening white conservative men's <laughs> power, and they're terrified That's right. of her. White she's conservative a female man. Latino Trump. That's what she is. And I'm threatened. Aren't and you she's, threatened? She's a socialist. She's on the socialist side, so she's... His, uh, his I'm threatened. evil counterpart. Don't you feel threatened? I feel I'm scared to death. I'm threatened by her. You know, she's Which gonna, is ridiculous. I hope she doesn't turn the power off tonight. The, the, the reason we don't like Alexandria Cortez to the left, just so you know, you Democrat leftist, has nothing to do 
with who she is. It, what matters is what comes out of her mouth and the policy she represents. And that has actually, always been our issue. We actually like the lady because yeah, what fun. comes out of her mouth is a lot of fun. We we roll in the floor. <laughs> she gets up and makes a statement. We're and rolling we're like, in the floor. The world is going to end in 12 years if there we don't address go. climate change. Too much fun. Too much fun. Yeah, but she's right I, in I line. I laughing at that one. She's right in line with uh, what is going on. She calls for a 70% uh, tax on a 60-minute interview. Now she's got another uh, congresswoman on her side calling for a 90% tax, uh, progressive income tax. Now we have Bernie Sanders who proposed this week, I think it was yesterday, a 77% estate tax for billionaires. 77%. Now, I never understood the intolerable hatred for estates of the wealthy. The, the left who embraces this does so under um, anger, jealousy, and quite honestly, greed to think that it would be wrong for an American who's worked hard their whole life to pass their estate down to their family. The left think that's immoral. They think that's it's wrong. wrong for American who kidding? has worked hard, paid taxes on all the money he earned. It's been taxed and taxed and retaxed. Every way you can look at from sales tax to property tax, right. everything. And now they want 77% of it. And their reason, their excuse for it is, well, it wasn't yours anyway. That's not not kidding. That's what they say. You're going to say you're going to inherit a $2 billion estate, mansion, farmlands, whatever. The federal, the, the Democrats come along and say, give us. 77% of it because you didn't own it anyway, so you get $460 million out of $2 billion. But you got to sell the property to get it. It's ridiculous. You have to sell the entire estate to pay the government. The government. To pay the government. And if you can't get what they value it at, you're going to end up getting hosed in a big way. You could end up with nothing because the, you've got to sell it to pay the government. You're going to have to take what you can take because they're not going to wait forever for their money. The bill is called the 99.8% Act. Unbelievable. <laughs> In other words, he's going, it's only, gonna, it's only gonna impact 0.2% of you, as if that makes it morally right. Here's what Bernie Sanders said, quote, from a moral and economic and political perspective, our nation will not thrive when a few have so much, which is a total lie. All right, your phone calls on this and more next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. The bottom line is we're not broke. <laughs> There's plenty of money. It's just the government doesn't have it. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. My daddy served in the army. That was weird. We lost his right eye, but he flew it was a flag out in our yard. 454-1366. 454-1366. Four, four, we are on live. Well, I guess they call it Facebook Live. Live. You can check us out there where the phone number is on the screen. All you got to do is tune in and call us. 454-1366. Lee Brothers up and running here. Phone lines are open. Bernie Sanders says 77% estate tax for the billionaires. That's that's the hook. But when you break it down and you begin to see what he really wants, he calls this the 99.8% act. You know, the left is interesting. The left is good. They say, look, 99.8% are you aren't going to hurt. So join me in hating the 0.2%. That is un-American. Here's, here's what he's calling for. Now, remember this. 
Yes. It wasn't yours anyway. Exactly. So, and if so, you want to come over to the dark side, just remember, it wasn't yours anyway, and you're going to get a little something out of it. Not. They're going to value it, and then multiply that value by 77% and say, you owe us X. This is uh, the estate tax. you get zilch. Do you want to ask you, Secretary? <laughs> That's annoying. That's just, ouch, that hurt a little bit. The, um, the estate tax is immoral. It's wrong. It is uh, just anger at the wealthy when the government has a claim to someone's estate just because they say they need it. And they want it. You know, remember. That's unbelievable. It gets away with this. The estate was built with dollars that were taxed into the ground every year. Property tax. Why is the left like these things? Every time they buy it, sales tax. You buy something and you pay sales tax. And then you turn around and you pay property tax. The estate was built with taxed dollars. So why why should the government get a dime? They've, they've got They've no received money level. off that estate over and over and over and over since the beginning of the estate. Here's what I, don't, I think the left doesn't understand and those minions who follow people like Bernie Sanders is the billionaire is not hurting you. He's not taking your money. In fact, the argument can be made that the billionaire has zero threat to you, and the government is the big threat. Government's the one that can take your freedom. They can take your money. The billionaire in a free market system has done nothing to you. Just because he has money does not mean you can't go out and earn a living or become a billionaire. But somehow Bernie Sanders has allowed us to paint this picture to you that the billionaire is a threat to you, that they stole it from you somehow, and if they don't, if they have this estate and they get to pass it to their family, that, that it's even worse. Here's the breakdown. Currently in America, if your estate is $10 million or less, you don't pay an estate tax. If it's more than $10 million, you pay 50% of it. Bernie Sanders wants to change that. Here's the new percentage. If your estate is $3.5 million to $10 million, that's huge. $3.5 million? That is a lot of Americans. That's, I'm talking about the estate, the land, the property, your business, whatever it might be, gets taxed at 45%. That is unbelievable. Now, if you make more, if your estate is more than $10 million and goes to $50 million, you get a 50% estate tax. So does he explain where these numbers come from? I kind of envision the guy sitting in a windchair <laughs> in front of a fireplace with a piece of paper and a pencil. Here it comes. Plucking them out of midair. I'm sure he does. If your estate's over $50 million, you get a 55% hit. And if your estate is in excess of $1 billion, you get a 77% hit. That goes where? To a far-off land, surrounded by Beltway, run by kings and queens who do nothing but waste your taxpayer dollars. And some of you think that's a better idea? Didn't you, would you rather have the billionaire have the money than government, like Bernie Sanders, who, who spends it recklessly and wastes it? A billionaire at least spends it wisely. He buys things. He buys food at restaurants and grocery stores and buys cars and, 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 and clothes. Why don't you find a business where the billionaire can buy from you? That is a better use of the money. If this were to pass, you know the government would probably go, wow. Uh, look Look at the money we're going to have one day. Let's spend it now. Okay. <laughs> exactly. All right. It's a lunacy. All right. Coming up, um, Kamala Harris is now uh, running for president. She wants to abolish health care insurance. We'll, we'll discuss that. <laughs> 
She wants to abolish America. <laughs> she does. She really wants to abolish the whole nation. And it's unbelievable. Four five four thirteen sixty six. We. She has supporters us. for that. Yeah, we are the Lee Brothers. Eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. You got to admit that that's about the size of. <laughs> Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. <laughs> See, this is what's amazing to me. Elizabeth Warren, Senator Warren, is upstep with the um, owner of the Washington Redskins. He's a billionaire. He bought a $100 million yacht, and she's upset about it. That's why she's calling for a millionaire tax. Why? People make yachts? Isn't that good for the yacht maker? These people are insane. The yacht makers need to move out of this country. Jane from Chesterfield, you're on AM820, WNTW, and F. M92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Great. How are you? I'm wonderful. I love listening to your show. Well, thank you. Um, the point I want to make is uh, if people think about the farmers out in the Midwest and you own you know, a couple hundred acres and you're growing wheat or whatever and you've got all that farming equipment, those great big machines. And they pay taxes you know. on them. And then dad dies yep. and has to pass the property down to the children. He can't. You know? um, I read recently last year that we've lost like uh, 50, 60 percent of private farmland in the U.S. Wow. Well, the and, government has a right to it. At least that's what Bernie Sanders thinks. It's preposterous. Right. The, other, the other thing I think this whole thing relates to is the amount of federally owned property. Um. You never hear about it, but if you look it up, it's enormous. Yeah, it's too yeah. much. Well, the government yeah. is constantly been t- thank you for the call, by the way. Uh, the, the government has constantly been taking over more and more land. Great call. And, and uh, Bernie Sanders in this little scheme of his, and you can't pass it on to your family because that's not right, you see. There's people who does, who need that money. And isn't Bernie Sanders the king to make that happen? I know, I know who needs the money. Not the free market, not you, but I decide who. It's un conscionable, un-American, and should be stopped in its tracks. All right, coming up, Kamala Harris and her whacked health care plan and your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Oh, I feel important now. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Just after 4.34, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host and my friend and my brother. You know, I heard that. Sitting to my left. Sometimes it's far left. <laughs> it's Richard Lee. Speaking of which, I heard a ticket to a Billy Joel concert. In New York, it's $2,200. Well, that's... God, would you pay $2,200? No. Some to do congresswoman no. should be royally ticked off about us paying $2,200 right. to see Billy Joel. Right. How I mean, can that be right? That's not If we've got that kind of money, how come we're not exactly. giving more to the government? Exactly. You can't... Even I mean, though we saved for four years to get the <laughs> tickets, that's right. sold off vehicles and such... I'm amazed about how the estate tax, the progressive income tax, has any any fan base at all. The Billy Joel you know, you and ticket I, tax. You and I grew up. <laughs> that's pretty good, Billy Joel ticket tax. Um, 
you and I grew up not hating the rich. We were always told you could be the rich. Yeah. And why, why would you hate them? And we were always told that free markets work, that the American economic system is the best, that free markets and free people are good for everyone. No, 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 no,
And say, for instance, you had to have your gallbladder out. And if you ever had your gallbladder out, you know why they take it out, because you're in excruciating pain until they get that sucker out of your body. You pay up front and have the gallbladder taken out. And a year and a half later, the government says that was elective surgery. We look at that as sort of like Botox or something. I, That's what, the government. The government's got so, no business working no, in health care, period. To your point, the premise that government would do it better than an insurance company is a lie. Here People is, will die in droves uh, exactly. before the government ever even gets to their paperwork. Here's Camilla Harris trying to explain it further. I'll say this, and this is, I think, why you're also asking this question. What we know is that... To to live in a civil society, to be true to the ideals and the spirit of who we say we are as a country, um, we have to appreciate and understand that access to health care is a it should not be thought of as a privilege. It should be understood to be a right. It is inhumane to make people go through a system where they cannot literally receive the benefit of what medical science can offer. Because some insurance company has decided it doesn't meet their bottom line in terms of their profit motivation. And the government but will do it better? Exactly. That's such a exactly. lie. That exactly. That's such a that's, lie. That's to think for any second that the government could handle anything better is insanity. The current system is it's not crazy. perfect, and it can get better if government will get out of the way of it. That's what's wrong with our health care in the United States today is the fact that government's involved. Yep. That is inhumane. Oh, sure it is. And, 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 by, and by the way, before we follow up on that, the, the fact that health care is a right, um, this is another lie. Because, first of all, there isn't a single right that you have that has to be paid for by someone else. Well, it is a right. When you think about it, we all have the right to buy whatever health care uh, exactly we want. Right. Now, I'm, you're right on that. You're right on we, that. That we want to buy. Right. And Correct. we pay into a system. All our lives working, we pay into a system. So if... We, we get hurt way down the road. That's when Medicare, Medicaid comes in. That's where disability and such comes in. But not just here. Right. Pick up your card. You know, they're free at 7-Eleven. Write your name. And that's not how it should work. It shouldn't work. work either. But a right, a right would imply that it's God-given because... Rights come from God himself. They come from our creator. Exactly So right. they don't come from the government funding it. <laughs> That's not a right. I hate to tell you. By the way, doesn't that interfere with someone else's right? If I have a right to health care, then don't you have to force the doctor to take care of me? That's not. What about his well, rights? Well, the bottom line is the doctor's are supposed to take care of you anyway. Well, that's Especially not. You, you understand a, my point. If you have life-threatening injuries, they they're do supposed anyway. to take care they of you. They do anyway. Anyway, they're supposed yeah. to. Here's follow-up. If I'm wrong, uh, to reiterate, you support uh, the Medicare for All bill. I think initially co-sponsored by Senator Bernie Sanders. You're also a co-sponsor on on it. I believe it will totally eliminate private insurance. Um, So for people out there who like their insurance, they don't get to keep it. Here we go again. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your insurance, you can keep your insurance. How many times are we going to fall for this? Remember Obama and uh, the Affordable Health Care Act. Remember Obama when he said, if you like your doctor, you keep your doctor. Not. She says, actually, what, her, what she says here. 
Well, listen, the idea is that everyone gets access to medical care. And you you don't don't have to go through the process of going through an insurance company, having them give you approval, going through the paperwork, all of the delay that means. Can you imagine? She actually thinks there's no delay in government. She actually thinks about a Medicaid for all would be no delays, no paperwork, none of that. You have lost your mind. That is the scariest thing in the world to think that I can't go to a private company and actually sue them versus the government. What am I going to do if the government says no to me? Am I going to sue the government? It's insane. You can sue the government, not. <laughs> exactly. All right. Require who of us have, has not had that situation where you got to wait for approval and the doctor says, well, I don't know if your, your insurance company is going to cover this. I don't know, Camilla. Who of us have Let's move on. Who wow. have had that situation? Let's move on. Stop asking me questions. Let's move on. Any more questions? I, I, I didn't can, think so. Thank you so much. I can tell you. I, I can tell you that I have been in a situation where the health insurance would not cover a certain procedure. I went to the doctor and the hospital personally on my own. Closed the door. had a high-level conversation. No. When he opened the door, the doctor was crying still. But he said, I'm going to do this. No, no. I'm it's just not, kidding. I, I negotiated Maybe. a lower price. That's how he negotiated. And the hospital worked with me. He's a criminal. Now, that. That couldn't happen with Medicaid for all. Forget that, about that it. That is a disaster. Forget about How it. How does the left get away with this? Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, if I may approach, we need to be wise with our, our thinking and politicians. This is, we now have abortion on demand for any reason. We have taking God out of oaths, which we'll cover in a second. We've got Medicaid for all, which gets rid of the private healthcare and we and this these people have an audience there are people who like this and are voting for this this is everything that is against the very foundation of freedom and liberty and free markets and free people and quite honestly it's scary another thing that we have is the number one death rate on the planet earth is babies aborted aborted babies all right, your number phone, one. Your phone calls next. Coming up, this um, gender-based pricing to dry cleaners. That was a bill. I kid you not. That's next. Four five four thirteen sixty six. We are the Lee Brothers. Eight twenty WNTW and ninety two point seven FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. The heck. Virginia citizens and American patriots. A lover of strange music. (laughs) The General Assembly is obviously in town uh, wreaking havoc, as we've already figured out on the abortion debate. But there are other things that happen in the GA that are interesting. That's their job, though. There um, There was a woman who was upset about dry cleaning. And she claims that dry cleaners charge more for a same shirt um, of a man. So she's charged more because she's a woman. And so guess what she did? Not, you know, you could go to the dry cleaners and, and make the case. You could try to find a cleaners that doesn't do that. But you could also go to your House of Delegates member and get a bill in the General Assembly. <laughs> to make dry cleaners gender be fair. Based. Gender-based pricing. I kid dry you cleaners, not. in her mind, are not fair. So this woman goes to Mark Levine, who is a Democrat from Alexandria. No kidding. And Levine, or Levin, I don't know how you say his name. Levin. Filed a bill. He filed a bill to ban gender-based pricing discrimination in apparel cleaning services. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Have you ever you seen not. a woman in a blouse that was as rough 
as a cob, like some of our. Wait a minute, are you are, saying they're different material? They're different. You material. are. Oh, that's weird. You sure? Women not- wear soft material. Wait a second. Men wear rough. Rugged I, material. I reject. We wear material. Well, we want to pump you all. You know there's this inherent built-in sexist institution of sexism in America, and, and it's found in our dry cleaners. If you put my shirt on, it will automatically pump you all <laughs> because it's the right fabric. Here's what Levine said, Levine. Every woman I've talked to about this bill has said it was necessary. Really? Necessary. We so I'm going to put a bill in that's kind of a little communistic. <laughs> I'm going to put a bill in to make price gouging no longer available for women who get there. Unbelievable. This is true. Price gouging? Price gouging on women? Women have to pay more. So I'll tell you what. Here's the best way to to solve this horrid problem that women must face. Dry cleaners? They must wear our shirts. It will pump them up. Right. Men's shirts. It will make them feel strong and mighty. And they will pay less. Levine goes on to say. Or just have them tell the guy, look, I know you want to price gouge me. No, you didn't. My husband's very feminine and he wears (laughs) these blouses. So charge the man price. Or. And they have the dry cleaner so he doesn't sound like much of a man. Or you could get a bill. You could force a bill. Or you could just get a bill passed. Fix it. That's a little bit. Levine said. Right. Here's what Mark Wrong Levin. side of the tracks for the United States of America and free enterprise. Mark, Mark Levin, the demographic from Alexander, said every man I've talked to about didn't realize it was an issue. And to be fair, I didn't realize it was an issue either until she brought it to me. The bill would have ensured that prices. For, listen to what the bill is. It's HB 2423 would have ensured that prices for cleaning services for similar items do not vary because of the person's gender. The bill said price differences are acceptable. The government will allow it if one item takes longer to clean or has a difficulty than another. And there'll be police. I'm with the laundry police. Are women historically messier than men? Possibly. They could be because that could be the whole reason for it. By the way, the bill failed. It's gone. Of course Never it to return. It, it, it's asinine and stupid. Something like, you shouldn't even waste the General Assembly's time. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Reviewing this I, I think it's bill. great. A Democrat would bring that. You know what? But the guy's name is Levine the, up there, by the, the way. Government just, bring this, the government can bring this. I didn't go- want to respect him by pronouncing his name right, so I told you it was Levine. The government should fix this. That's what, yes, that's what Democrats think. They should go to dry cleaners everywhere <laughs> with a insane. memo and drop it off not- and say, look, the bill got squashed because it's an asinine, ridiculous bill. But we still want you to fix it for the women of the world. Uh, isn't women this, everywhere this- will be following him. It'll be like Forrest Gump. With 400,000 women running behind him. It's a perfect example of the problem with government. It's, you should volunteer to do that run because it's all over the state. You get to see everything. The laundry bill. Dry the cleaning. laundry bill. Sexism and dry cleaning. See, just to get Next. it through, they call it the D.C. <laughs> bill. And people go, oh, well, we better read that. It's the D.C. bill. Then they find out it means dry cleaning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? We got to have a D.C. bill, dry cleaning bill. Stupid. Uh, Senator Bill Carrico is a Republican. He is uh, introducing a bill that require for schools to offer uh, electives that teach the Bible. So that is truly awesome. There's a little mixed emotions about some of this because obviously the government that can uh, can require this is also the government that can apparently take it away 
And is there a, is there a bill right now that doesn't allow the Bible to be an elective in schools? I mean, we're fixing what problem here? I've always wondered. You mean to tell me that the Bible can't be an elective in school if they if a locality wants it? That's what I don't understand. Where it's what happened to our culture? Separation of church and that's state, a lie, which is a bunch of crap. It totally anyway. is. We've been lied to uh, on this. By the way, the Bible is the very foundation of our freedom and liberty, in case you don't know that. need to look into and research how it is that our country, through John Locke and uh, other uh, amazing men, Montesquieu and others, who had such an input on America, including the very foundation of biblical principles. It makes sense to have the Bible in school, although I'm not Amen. sure about this bill and how it would be a requirement that's what I'm confused with. All right. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. Man, is, is that our bump in music? I just, okay. Just check. <laughs> Ralph Northam is tied to the... Uh, Bring us in. What do you think it is? <laughs> to, to KKK and uh, Blackface. No, I kid you not. Ralph Northam's on the front page of the uh, Times-Dispatch... Sitting beside in a picture in a yearbook. How dare he? That's next. We'll talk about that. And this uh, removing God from the oath. These Democrats, first thing they want to do is remove God from the oath. We'll talk about that. Your phone call's next. 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7. It's going to be loud coming up. It's going to be loud and proud next hour. See, uh, Democrats are considering removing God from a committee oath, and they should. I mean, come on, God's so outdated. It's 1950s, right? Yeah, God's thousands, thousands of years old. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, so a college. What, what else is still around after thousands of years? Oh yeah, I've got that coin. That, uh, I had. I have that coin that was on this earth when Jesus walked the earth. That's true, you do. Jesus is 2,000. A college in California wants to get rid of the Pledge of Allegiance. And Ralphie Northam, Ralphie boy, won't go, he just can't stay out of the uh, press. Picture of him in a yearbook with KKK and blackface friends around him. What's that all about? That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots. Radio is the Founding Fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. Tomorrow and Sunday are going to be a lot better. Sunny skies tomorrow, highs in the upper 50s, could hit 60 degrees, and Sunday partly cloudy in the 60s again, and Northam needs to resign. You heard it here first. <laughs> I'm going to call for his resignation from this. Well, I mean, Florida Secretary of State Michael Hertel had to resign after a picture emerged of him. Right. So, you know, if if the, if what's good for the goose is good for... Obviously, let's just admit right now, Ralph Northam's a racist. He's a racist. He was on the same page as somebody dressed in a KKK outfit. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Yes. More than likely, one of those two individuals in that photograph is Ralph Northam. Could be. We don't know that. I'm saying Um, more more than than likely. Good point. Ralph Northam needs to come out. Uh, And tell us what the deal is. What the deal is with that picture, why is he associated with it, and which one, which which character is Ralph Northam? The guy in the KKK pointy hat? Or the blackface. I always thought those guys looked hilarious. 
They look like idiots. When I was a young man, a little bitty man, I see those guys in those pointy hats. I always thought it looked, they look so funny. I guess that's why they went to camo gear and stuff <laughs> like here's that. The, uh, here's a photo, apparently, of Governor Ralph Northern's medical school yearbook. It shows two men, one in blackface and one in KKK robe and a hood, on the same page as him. It's on the same page as him. Eastern Virginia Medical School Library comes from this 1984 yearbook, uh, the year Northam graduated. On the uh, half page set aside for Northam, there is a headshot of him in a jacket and a tie and a photo of him in a cowboy hat and boots and a third of him sitting casually on the ground leaning against a convertible. The fourth photo on the half page, get this, has two people, one wearing a white KKK robe and the other with his face painted black. Obviously, Ralph Northam, you need to come clean. How long have you been a racist? And did you actually say this quote that's on that page? There are more old drunks than old doctors in this world, so I will think I'll have another beer. Did you say that? Did you say that? And did you say it while you were in blackface or in the white <laughs> robe with the pointy hat? So you know yeah, what's interesting? This, you know, this? if he's in one of those two costumes, sayonara, adios, hasta la vista, he, he, baby. Here's here's the, the honesty. The thing is, this is I love it when it backfires on the left. Okay, because None of this would have happened if it hadn't have been for that ridiculous abortion bill because nobody would have been digging into Ralph Northam. I don't know Northam. about that. But maybe they wouldn't right. have found this, I don't think. But who, But by the way, is this mean Ralph Northam's a race? Of course not. But and it by could. The way, it, but it, it could. could. It the, could. The left would immediately, the left would immediately assume whoever is in that picture, if it was, let's just say, instead of Ralph Northam, it was um, Delegate Kirk Cox, the, the major, uh, the Speaker of the House, or someone like, could you imagine the outrage by the left? This is by the way, it's lunacy to assume that Ralph Northam needs to explain this or is a member of the KKK or a black. It's just stupid. Okay. But isn't it fun? Isn't we it fun like to turn to the left on the left? Isn't it fun to watch the left get their taste of their own medicine? It's our turn. And it's, uh, you know, his turn. Right. To, to tell us. Which costume are you wearing? What is going on here? I demand an answer, you blackface uh, outfit-wearing KKK Klansman governor. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Of course, I don't care that the people beside him had to be dressed that way. It's no indication of Northam's heart. Actually, the best indication of Ralph Northam's heart is what we heard this week in regards to abortion. We find out the guy has no care whatsoever about third-trimester abortions. Doesn't care about them. I wonder if... Whenever you see someone in one of those costumes, you have to wonder if, like, that costume, that picture was taken back in the 80s. So, right? So if somebody's wearing a costume back in the 80s, they could have moved through the ranks and become, like, a grand poobah or something, whatever they call it. I don't know. A grand something. I heard, grand, I heard the term grand before. When grand I wizard poobah. Is that what grand, grand wizard. wizard? Stupid. Or, uh, I, don't, I don't They... I don't know what they have, but I watched uh, one of those trashy afternoon shows one day when I was in Greensboro. And I, <laughs> I, I was in a hotel with nothing to do, and I turned the TV on, and who's on the screen? But Jerry Springer and a bunch of KKK people. And a guy in the audience raises his hand. They're asking questions of these 
grand wizard poo-ball guys, whatever they are. And this one guy's got all these patches down his sleeves. And he, the guy says, uh, can I ask a question? He says, certainly. He said, uh, gentlemen with all of those things up and down your sleeves. He goes, yes. He goes, are those, do those represent like different levels of stupidity? <laughs> and I tell you, the stage went mad. That wasn't rehearsed. That wasn't ready. They were going to tear that building down. Sure. You know, he had I believe all everything these guys I see on Jerry Springer. It's true. It's oh, not sure. rehearsed. It's oh, a true sure. show. It's a documentary Of course show. it is, Richard. I saw you on that one. <laughs> you were there. All right, 454 I think this has the impact on, on Ralph Northam. He's had a bad week. Poor guy. Uh, poor you guy. Know, Self-inflicted, I mind you, but poor guy. If he's wearing any of that racial oh, garb. Well, if he's wearing it, and that then it's done. Book, he should be done. Yeah. Democrats are considering removing God from a committee oath. House Democrats propose to strike so help me God from witnesses oath before a major committee as part of their proposed rules package. The Democrats, one of the first things they do in power. I mean, think about the Democratic Party right now. They don't they no longer feel the power. Democratic Party is, says yes to taxpayer-funded abortions. They say no to the border wall, and they say no to, no to God. This is your Democratic Party today. So no more God, and anyone wants to come over the wall or through where the wall should be, come on down. You're the next contestant. And, and and no more religion, no God. Well, this isn't the first time they've done this. Remember in 2012, Democrats removed God from the party platform, and there was actually booing when they wanted to add it to the party platform, the whole place booed. That's crazy. It's crazy. So, and, and so here's the story. teach people that they are the party to stay away from. Well, actually, listen to what Liz Cheney, who is a congressman from Wyoming, said. It's incredible but not surprising that Democrats would try to remove God from a committee proceeding and one of their first acts in the majority. They really have become the party of Karl Marx. You know— there is a reason so we had, and God we trust as our as our. It was it was instituted to show there was a difference between communist, humanist, socialist governments and us. And now the Democratic Party wants to go back down that path. The House Committee on Natural Resources Rules Package is where this took place. They also here's some of the other rules they wanted to enact: replace all gender specific pronouns with their. So you can't you can't say he or she. You got to see that they him or, or her. Unconscionable. The Democrats have lost their freaking mind. These people are insane. They also it said is because these people may not know who they are. So they, their so their attempt is to that's true. So their attempt now is to remove uh, the oath and um, so help me God and their and their um, witnesses. However, it failed and they re- reverted back. So apparently they got pressure to do so. Yeah, it, it failed very quickly and they reverted back very quickly, I might add. All right, coming up, you got to hear what Morning Joe said about the GOP. Morning Joe is convinced that America uh, is over because the white Republicans are in trouble. We got that clip and your phone calls next. 454 13 Sixty-six four five four thirteen sixty-six and live on Facebook, Facebook Live. The Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety-two point seven FM. I certainly can't speak. <laughs> You're right. Traffic and weather together at fifteen and forty-five after the hour. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. I 
find it hard to say the things I want to say the most. Find a little bit of steady as I get close. Find a balance in the middle of the chaos. Let me laugh, send me out. Oh my gosh, I forgot we're on Facebook Keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it playing. <laughs> Mark is diagnosed there. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers. On uh, 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. CNN can't get over themselves. Everything is racist to CNN. Everything. I didn't get to dance enough. The uh, You will later. On, <laughs> on, on Morning Joe, Morning Joe had a guest. And it was uh, some lady, uh, if, if we must point out that she's black, we, do, we will. Because the left wants yeah, us to Yeah, all of a sudden, news stories, everything saying... You know, right. Fred Thompson, the black gentleman, or was the, talking to Mike Wallace, the, the white, white gentleman. gentleman. It's unbelievable. I don't want, I don't. It is Black History Month, by the way. Why don't they just say, you know, soon they're going to be saying who identifies as a man. <laughs> exactly. It, it's insane. It, it really is. So listen to this, uh, listen to this comment about uh, Mitch McConnell not allowing for a uh, Democrat proposed um, holiday on election day, and uh, here they spin this. Um, of the GOP at the state, federal, and local level to keep people from uh, voting. We just uh, wrote about in the Beat DC this morning that uh, in 2020, uh, Hispanics will make up a, a large portion of the voter mm. share, and eventually they will be the biggest minority group of, of voters. So, this is something that scares the Republican Party. Are you for, I'm fear. I'm it scares I'm scared. the Republican Party. A Hispanic? It should scare the people who had their house invaded last night. By a group of illegal aliens down in Texas. Well, it's I don't just, know that's it, what she's talking about. She actually thinks know, that Hispanics only vote and, and block towards leftists. I, that's true. But the problem is we don't need hundreds of thousands of new voters coming across the border just because they're probably going to vote Democratic because they're fighting the wall. We need to stop these people because they didn't. they don't just vote Democratic. Some of these people kill people in the streets in Los Angeles every single day. Ninety percent of the people in the Los Angeles jails are illegals. She's talking about she's talking about the voting block that's fearful of Republicans, as if Republicans are running around going Hispanics are going to vote. That is not. They're fearful the that story. the Republicans will put them all on a bus and take them home. Drop well, them the, off. but your premise is Hispanics are illegal. That's your premise. My premise premise is. They are illegal. They're undocumented. They came across Hispanics, illegally. By they definition, they're not. The law. Hispanics? The ones that came into the United States. That's not States. what she's saying. She's just saying Hispanics. She's saying Hispanics bubble, in bubble, general. Bubble, and you, you immediately know say that, that they're illegal. I think that's that's yeah. not fair. It's only like 96% of them are. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're unbelievable. I'm just kidding. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't know what you're saying. I've yes, lost you, you completely. I'm, okay. I'd like to come back to the topic at hand. that you got all bent all out right. of shape about illegals. I'm going to get some ice cream. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll tell you, I had the opportunity to be on the House floor Listen during the swearing in. When you looked at that chamber, on one side, you had the Democratic Party that really did look like America. On the other side, on the Republican side, it really did look inconsistent with the way America is going. It was a party of, of increasingly older white men. And this is just not where the country's going. Wow. I thought it was all about policy. You mean to tell me that it matters what we look like? Oh, you mean the Republicans are only viable and they only count when they look like something different. I see. 
I thought we judge people changed? by their character and by the things they stood for. But apparently on CNN, you judge a room by color of skin. That's so interesting. Should the, should the Republicans have gone into the back room and changed their clothes? Would that have helped the Hispanic to, to see them as America? Or should what should they? Well, here's the other I, I, I don't understand because when I look... First time I ever looked into, like, the chambers, uh, the big amphitheater with all those people. I didn't know who was on one side or the other, but they all looked the same to me. Well, you're not a professional offended uh, leftist. I guess I'm not a professional offended leftist that can identify um, the different sides. And, how did, you know, how did she know which side was which? Well, she's talking about the chamber where you're literally divided up. Republicans on one side. But I here, know. But here's I the point. I am, too. How do you know which side is which? Well, you know who's sitting where. No, you, you don't. Here, here's the thing that's interesting. The premise is simple. I do now. The, but you the premise is Republicans are keeping Hispanics out of the party. I mean, how are Republicans doing that? Well, you the mean the Republicans have a conspiracy? Them. They have a conspiracy against people of color to join the party? <laughs> it's so stupid. The Democrats are telling them that the Republicans, they go around and whisper in their ears, Republicans don't like you. They don't like you. There's going to be like an ice cream social after this, but you won't <laughs> you get can't. any if you go with them. <laughs> and you can't go to it. They'll drag you out of the building. All right, 454-1366. Our phone lines are open, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading, it's the Lee Brothers. Under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. I remember that very well, actually. That quote entirely. California and rocks. Santa Barbara City College Board of Trustees president is facing backlash. He attempted to end the recitation of the um, Pledge of Allegiance at meetings. He said, quote, I decided to discontinue the use of the Pledge of Allegiance for reasons related to its history and symbolism. He decided? Yes. He said he discovered the Pledge of Allegiance has a history of steeped in expressions of of, uh, white nationalism. What a pile of Of crap. Dinosaur dung. That's that's. Unbelievable. And who is he to decide? Well, he happens to be the uh, president of the board of trustees. Oh. However, the backlash was so swift and quick that he quickly posted on his Facebook page that he reinstated it for meetings. He should have posted on his Facebook page that he was resigning because he's a moron and shouldn't hold that post. So true. The Democrats, the tolerant Democrats, the ones who are the most tolerant among us, have decided that if you walk into a restaurant in Northern California with a mega hat, you will not be served. Kid you not. That story's coming up. And, of course, your phone calls. Unbelievable. 454-1366, 454-1366. Check us out, 820theanswer.com. Two great videos there you'll love. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Virginia Citizens, American Patriots, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Freedom is 
doesn't pass through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee brothers. Just after 534, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee brothers. Johnny be good. My, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother, sitting to my left, sometimes my far left. Sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee, the uh, most tolerant among us, self-proclaimed, that is. Self-proclaimed tolerant, the left, they're the ones who are the most tolerant, right? They, they preach tolerance all the time, and they, they are the most tolerant. Not exactly. A California chef says, if you come into my restaurant wearing a mega cap, you aren't getting served. Tolerant. So what would you do if you went in and ordered the most expensive meal on the menu? When they put it on the table, you whipped out your mega hat and put it on your head. <laughs> you could do it after you eat. Yeah. You know, the reaction. Exactly. The reaction to a hat that says, make America great again by the left is, is craziness. Did you ever hear stories about those on the right who... If you wear an Obama hat in here, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna serve you, or, or just the hate from the. By the way, this is the tolerant group that has the most hateful attitude towards "Make America Great Again." Make America Great Again. What, what does that even say? It simply makes "Make America Great Again." No, we can't agree on that. The the uh, chef at this restaurant. Said it hasn't happened yet, but if I come, if you come to my restaurant wearing a mega cap, you aren't getting served. Same as if you come in wearing a swastika, white hood, or other symbol of intolerance and hate. Doesn't he see the irony there? <laughs> you are a symbol of intolerance and hate. That's what you yeah, are. He truly is. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And do you think he he may have just wanted some national publicity? He may just wanted. You know, Boy, get whatever he could get for free by making a a moronic statement because this guy's got to be an idiot. He said mega hats are like white hoods. No, they're except not. Except stupider jackass. because you can see exactly who was wearing them. This guy's an idiot. Pure, so look, pure look what idiot. the left has done. The left has turned Trump supporters with red hats into evil. And therefore, the left feels justified and almost righteous in their indignation towards what they consider to be evil. Trump has done nothing in the government that is evil. Nothing. Nothing. Actually, he's brought more about pro-life positions. He brought the nativity scene back to the White House. He's actually limited the size and scope of a government that would be the very opposite of tyranny. And the left goes around and says Trump's tyrannical. No, to be tyrannical, you need a big government. He has actually done the opposite. He's cut taxes. You know, each, but the left, each, is, left has won this. It's each unbelievable. Each day that this kind of garbage goes on, these, these, these people are radicals. They come out and say horrid things about the president. You know, he's, he's been president for a while now. I have total respect, and each day it grows for Donald Trump, our president. Well, to put up with what he's put up with. Because he is president of the United States. And you know what? I had equal respect for Barack Obama because he was president of the United States. I, I had a conversation with somebody who was telling me all this racial garbage about 
Donald Trump, I mean, about Barack Obama. I didn't want to hear it, but, you know, he was a friend. I was just listening. And finally, I said, hey, hang on for a minute. You know, this guy is the president of the United States. He's our president. You know, it's illegal for you to even say some of the garbage that's coming out of your mouth. But the guy's our president, and you need to respect him. You need to respect the man. Well, that's not the way you will with any president. He's not going to be president forever. There is no example that the left can provide that people with mega hats are some kind of evil human being. Uh, well, it, unless you unless you listen to CNN, Cuomo and Lemon, I think are on. And here's what they said about the mega hat. The more appropriate analogy to say is if people were wearing shirts and that said, "I hate black people." That's the analogy. Oh my gosh! You so are to make idiot. America great again, comma. By the way, I hate black people. <laughs> it's just that's unbelievable. A, that's asinine. That's a, that is so is. stupid. Cuomo, Cuomo signed a law in, into effect where you can abort uh, essentially a baby that's born. Well, this is the CNN. You know, I'm just waiting for him to sign a law. CNN. That says this is CNN host. This isn't Cuomo, the governor. Oh, I thought. The, you yeah, said. this is uh, this is CNN. Well, you got to make yourself clear because this is Chris Cuomo. On CNN. So oh. he can't do those things. But anyway. Okay, well, he's a jackass, too. <laughs> Apparently. Would he be okay to say, don't come into my place with that? And I yes. think most people would be like, yeah, yeah, that's how people like him see the MAGA hat. I don't care I how they see it. They're blind and stupid. I think and by the way, it's a personal people, issue. Most people would see that? No, most people in this country would not see that. No, because most people in this country, it took most people in this country, voters anyway, to put Donald Trump in the White House. So most people in this country, maybe most people in the country of California, because you should be your own separate country. Seriously. You know, but he carried California. It Trump is. took California in the election. What? Trump won California in the election. Oh, is that a parody? Is that a joke? What do you No, he did. Uh, uh, I'm saying he, most people are not going to say that because... The, this, what do you mean he won California? I'm, I'm confused by that one. The state went red. Okay. For Trump. Did it not? No, it did not. And yes, can, it did. No, it, okay. Where's, where's, all right, pull out your state map. Let me Richard. see it. Don't let me, make me destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here is uh, more on uh, Cuomo here. Chris Cuomo from CNN. Yeah. So does that make it okay? I think that's the right question. Well, and the thing is, should you? But just because you, yes, that. But just because you have the right. These people aren't saying. Does it mean that you should? No. Does it mean that? Should, Absolutely not. should not you be aware? Cases. Again, your, clo- your clothing tells a story about who you are, what you think about, and what you represent. Right. Could you imagine if it was the other way around? Hillary did win California. If, you if, stand, if, I stand correct. Of course she won. California hasn't been red in forever. But you anyway. gave me a bad note. The uh, well, if this was the other way around, if someone came into a restaurant wearing Barack Obama and someone says, "You are a socialist, anti-American birther," someone who, who supports someone who wasn't even born in America, I will not serve you. You imagine what Chris Cuomo will be doing on CNN right now. Even with that statement, it matters what you wear because it makes a statement about you. It is, it is not the responsibility of the restaurant to try to interpret. What someone is wearing. So if, if that were true, we would both oftentimes be listed as old dirty guys because we rush in here in our blue jeans and T-shirts sometimes. Right, right. 
Well, know, it's the magic could, of radio. I dressed up for today. But you you guys me. can uh, close your eyes and envision two damn good-looking men. <laughs> something agree with Mark. There's something wrong with you. You can, you can see it in your mind. Here is, uh, here's the remaining part of this. <laughs> and also, you, life is not in a vacuum. That hat means a lot of things. If you're gonna, if you're gonna oh, wear that crying. hat, that Ow. hat means everything. From I would say the beginning of the campaign, maybe even before. Maybe that hat uh, means. Is that what it means? So is if I wear a mega hat, it means everything that's negative and bad about Trump is what I agree. That is a lie. Such crap. It simply means make America give great him again. The job. That's what it means. And he will work twenty-two hours a day if that's what it takes to make America great. Again, that's all it means. That's all it means. And and his vision of America with high unemployment and the stock market down. He will work very hard to do what he's done. And and he's done it. You know, I remember not long ago, the stock market was 14,000. What is it today? Twenty seven. I don't 26? know. I'm still stuck on California going to Trump. But anyway. Trump did. Uh, the central part that, was a, that was a dream of mine. Terrorism to people. Maybe mm-hmm. it means, you know, Mexicans are rapists to people. And that so you cannot erase those oh, things. Wait a minute. Un-freaking un- believable. This Make is- America Great Again means that Mexicans are rapists. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That must be in the thing. fine print. <laughs> yeah, it's under the hat. Or it's a very small print across the top. Mexicans are racist. Remember in the, in the Santa Comma. Claus? Remember Santa Make Claus? America Great Again. Right. Santa Claus, it was in fine print. Yeah, that's what it is. It says, Make America Great Again, but get a mag- magnifying glass out to see that part. CNN stupid. CNN should just go off the air. From the story of that hat and say, well, I'm just wearing it because um, I want stronger immigration. Well, a lot of people want stronger immigration. No, they it don't. just can't be about what you want it to be about. Oh, there are symbols and things in the society that Got it. you have to take in, so, as a whole. So the restauranteur here has a right to refuse service to you. I think there was a time when there was a, uh, a guy who made cakes who was forced by the government to serve a gay couple. And I think you had a problem with that. Oh, they would have had a huge problem. Mark, do you have that clip from the young college students afraid of the Make America Great Again hat? Oh, that from last week. Think about your hat and the way it makes people feel because it incites fear in all those around us. Every person is afraid of that hat. I am afraid of that hat. Stop right there. there. People are afraid of the hat. They're about to implode. Uh, These are college students, multiple ones. They have shaved their heads. I guess they're afraid of the hat. But anyway... Boy, talk about They're college students. They're our future. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. That's scary. That's why someday I will retire, not to Florida, to Ireland, maybe. All right, your phone call. On next. the Irish Coast. Four four five four. 1366, 1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454 1366. 454 1366. We're coming down. Virginia is such. A great place to live. It really is. And uh, if you're a Virginia native or you moved here and I know you're loving it, you you have to realize that we have some bad drivers. Majority of which are women, but I'll just leave that out of the story. 
<laughs> According to one story <laughs> from Quote Wizard, Virginia drivers suck out loud and were the 14th worst drivers on the planet Earth in 2018. Well, I, I, can I just... The study looked at a number of accidents, speeding tickets, DUI right, citations, right. and fatalities. There's two ways to see this story. Well, it's not a good news story. I, can tell I that. think it's a good news story oh, because yeah? it just proves that I write said the drivers here suck. Most most do. I, I don't know about that. I don't think a lot suck of drivers in Virginia suck. You have okay, to admit. So Virginia is unique to sucky drivers. What makes Virginia attract sucky drivers and be unique to them? I think it's probably the fact that we have mountains on one side if they like no, crash into the rocks. I actually have an answer. And we have the beach on the other where they can <laughs> crash into the water. <laughs> I have an they answer. have their choice. It's this place called Washington, D.C. That's what makes Virginia drivers suck because they're mentally deranged because we're so close to this place that sucks the life cell from you and sucks all your brain cells out. Yeah, well, they say the number of accidents, speeding tickets, DUI citations, oh, and fatalities that's how is how they it. came up with well, the fact that we're 14th sucking in the country. Well, that could just be the result of our police departments, who I applaud. Um, what do you mean? And I honor them every single day. The police departments are out there catching the speeding, the speeders, the DUIs, the citations. The fatalities. The police department's out there taking care of our roads, slowing cars down. Now, if, if if people would drive like normal human beings, we'd have less accidents, less fatalities. People should never drink and drive, ever. Of course. People I don't know what your point is. Not, my so point look, is it's the police department that, what? that builds these statistics that shows that our drivers suck. They're out there catching. Are you up. saying that's good or bad? Do you like the police I'm or not? Like that's police? very good. I love the police. I'm not uh, particularly fond of them. Especially when they're behind you. I was going to say, I'm not particularly fa- fond when they're behind my car and it lights. I understand. No, I haven't had a ticket in a long time. You should be very proud of me because yeah, I drive. You've become a better salesperson. I've, I've drive probably twice as fast as you at any given oh, moment. No, no question. And Absolutely there, no question. There's no, and by the way, I haven't had an accident either. So there. But I'm. Uh, I'm usually a way ahead of you in automobile speed and other things, but I haven't had a ticket in a while. I've never had an accident that was my fault, ever. And I've been in 16 accidents in my life. Okay. I have. Uh, speaking of um, I kept of track accidents, of that. That's a st- I, statistic. I think it's an accident that the Patriots are in the World Series. Really? It's an accident. I tell you something. You, you, t- you look at the first part of this year, there's no chance of being in the World Series. The Patriots I mean the are going Super Bowl. Did I say stank. World Series? That's the, yes, you we're did. We're a phenomenal that's, sport. That's how we do This is sports. a sports show. <laughs> they should change the name of the Super Bowl immediately to World Series. <laughs> that's phenomenal. Per Scott Lee, because I, I, he I has admit, no clue what the name I prefer, really is. I prefer the World Series over the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, I'll the actual sport of baseball over, the, over football, but that's a whole other I'll tell you this much. Yes, tell me. Brady's going to spank. I don't know about that. Every I, I, one well, of the Rams and the Patriots. I don't think so. I Patriots think, lost last year. You want to make a bet to the Eagles? Let's make a bet. I don't really I just care hope who the wins. commercials are good. Of course, that's, that's the main a, reason I watch it. I will. I will make a bet with you on this game. Now, I don't have a dog in the fight, quite honestly. Although I don't either. I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, uh, well, and I can't even just, tell I you. I thought you just told me. I just thought you just you just told me that you thought. 
You're, I thought you were a Patriots fan. You're not pulling for the Patriots in this game? I am pulling. I am a Dolphins fan. My number two team is New England. <laughs> I might as well make them <laughs> number have, one because no the one. Dolphins you didn't even. sucked. When did you become Four a years. Patriot fan? I've known you my entire life, and you never were a Patriot. Ever. That's not true. And all of a sudden, now you're a Patriot that's fan because they have a chance. I've been a Patriot my entire life. Okay, and I that's said a it makes story. sense. I should be a Patriot okay. fan if I'm right, a Patriot. That's understandable. I'm a Patriot I mean, and a Patriot fan. Those kind of words. That's and, you know, sure Brady is. is an awesome quarterback. I can argue that no, with I anybody. Think, I think he is a good quarterback. I think the Rams are going to score more points than they will and win the game, quite honestly, because that's what it takes to win. you got to score more to Seriously? win the game. Yeah, I just found that I out. Say yeah. it's something to do well, with how your uniforms look. So, that's true. With some people, some, you know, when you got to be styling and profiling even in your football uniform. Yeah, or baseball uniform Brady's in, in the, the Super Bowl. Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Here's a pre mature announcement. Winners of the Super Bowl Here, this year. Here's what I would Tom Brady. Tell you. I, I don't think this is going to be. This is going to be a very close Belichick. game. If Patriots New end England up winning, Patriots. it'll be it'll be because the Rams can't stop their offense and the Patriots can't stop the Rams offense. I think the Rams offense is very good. It's been that way all year long. They're going to end up Obviously. doing very well in the Super Bowl. But I think when it, it comes into the, the day when you got two high scoring teams, you got to put Brady on top with that. That's that's the scary part. And if you give the guy a football, he's going to stick an end zone. That's a, absolutely. That's, he is. He is incredible. Yep. Sure. Incredible. Well, I was I better than him when I was younger, but yeah, I decided well. that he probably needed, you know, the 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 lift that he would get from being the best quarterback. So I I backed into the shadows. I didn't want to take it away from him. Have him be number two. He'd be crying, said, I've been number two my whole life. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers 820 WTW. guys. 92.7. Whip is spanking me. FM. Spank me hard. And that's a wrap. Well, let's see what kind of wrap it is. Since it's Super Bowl weekend, you know, there's going to be so much, so much different kinds of food out there to munch on during the Super Bowl, so... Could be a, a, literally a wrap of anything. That's the way you like People it. People watch. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.